Good day, everybody. Thank you for joining another episode of Send It ATV Podcast. Today, I have a great guest. He's the president of the North Iowa Dirt Riders Club there, and he's been actually president since 1998. Um, that's a long time to be holding uh, the rein there, if you will. Um, so without further ado, Harvey Austin, how are you, sir? I'm fine. I'm fine. How yourself? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for agreeing to meet with us today and just kind of share with what you have going on there in Iowa and uh, just kind of tell us what your part of the country is like and such. Uh, right now, we just had some rain this morning, so uh, the dirt outside is almost called hero dirt right now. So I'm kind of itching to maybe get a ride in here after after supper. Oh, that, that sounds perfect. Yeah, a little uh, moisture and some dirt makes it awesome because uh, yeah. then you don't have any dust. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, perfect. When, when did you first get the riding bug? Oh, geez, probably eight or nine. I had first mini bike and mm-hmm. that, uh, that that was it. That was it. So I was on two wheels ever since. That's uh, Sears, Sears Craftsman three horse mini bike. That's That's what started it all. Oh, wow. (laughs) Mine was an uh, XR80 was the first dirt bike I ever rode. My first first actual dirt bike would have been a Harley Davidson X90. Oh, wow. Back when they were actually doing dirt bikes. Uh, That's funny. That's awesome. Um, So what's unique about riding in your area? Uh, Basically the dirt. I mean, it's just, as simple as it sounds, we have dirt. Mm-hmm. It's good loamy dirt. There's a clay base to it. There's a, oh, like I say, dirt. <laughs> well, you know, the, everyone that listens to this absolutely understands because you got the, the hard rock dirt that's basically like a stone until you chew it up, whatever. But a good soil to ride on that you can really get a good bite into and yep. forth is just, uh, yeah, that's yeah. just... We had a guy come from Arkansas, Little Rock, Arkansas, here two years ago, mm-hmm. and he connected with us, and uh, that he, that's what he wanted. He said, I want to ride some dirt. I said, well, you're, you're in the right area. We'll set you up. And, you have a little bit of that around there. Okay, so you're, yeah. you're all set. Yeah. Uh, so, so what's one of the best features that you would say, uh, other than dirt, though, that is, of course? Uh, right now, it's just the variant train. We got... Uh, a, private, a couple of private places we ride that's full of trees and long creeks and rivers. And right now, the, most of the creeks are dried up because they haven't got my train. So we're allowed to ride some of the creek beds. And uh, it's just, yeah, I mean, it's, it goes back to dirt again. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right, right. <laughs> um, so what do you hope to accomplish um, as long as you're having this dry season that you're having? Well, actually, this year, being was dry, I mean, we just accomplished it Saturday. We went out to the, the one of our private riding spots, and uh, we hadn't been out there for a while because of a flood and stuff last year. So we've actually found some trails again, and we started opening them back up. So uh, that's, a, that's a plus for us. We're good. We, got, we found some trails again. So Great. Got them all cleaned up, ready to go for the season. And, yep. And such. Yep. Um, What's one of your best riding stories that, you know, either something happened that makes you laugh or makes you shake your head? Uh, I think well, two years ago, we went out to Sargent's, Colorado, and uh, I had never really rode true single track. 
And we were up in the mountains and it just, you, you had to stop and take it in and, and see the, surround, the surroundings because when you're in Iowa and all you see is trees and grass and you don't get to see mountains. Right. Better goldfish, you get the ride there. But when you go out and see a mountain and you're up 12,000 feet and there's no trees around you because nothing grows, that's, that's quite a sight to see. And you got to stop just to check it out. Mm -hmm. uh, that's you awesome. Yeah, you got to take in what the good Lord provided you. That's right. Yeah. I mean, you know, every every part of the country has this unique feature that uh, um, you really got to appreciate what it is for where they're at. And, yes. And such. Um, yep. So as the popularity of the sport increases, you know, both, you know, dirt bikes, you know, four-wheelers and ATVs, uh, UTVs increase. What uh, what are some concerns you might have? Well, right now, it's it's kind of twofold. It's the, you know, the UTV, and, the UTV market in Iowa has exploded. It's one of the biggest uh, markets out there. And I get it. I mean, there, you, there, you can, two people can get it. And they're multi-use. But at the same time, I, they... they they kind of go places where they shouldn't. Mm -hmm. And uh, a lot of them are into just making mud bogs. And, uh, and they're allowing them to ride on, on sections of highway. And I, I don't agree with that. But again, they got to they gotta go. Because a lot of them are being marketed like the Hondas. They come with turn signals and stoplights. Uh, the other area I see is different is... Uh, all the stimulus money that's been dumped into the area, mm -hmm. uh, there's there's no there's not a market for bikes, so the, the, even the new ones are gone, and I don't know how true those people are going to be in a couple of years. Are they going to want to stick with the sport, or is this something they're just going to end up dumping on the market again? But uh, right, right now, it's a good deal because we got the the motorcycle dealers in the area are happy because motorcycles don't stay on the floor and. Uh, UTVs don't, ATVs don't. So mm -hmm. right now you're they're riding the good wave. Right, absolutely. Um, you you already kind of alluded to it. So you went out to Colorado. Would you say that's one of the best places you've ever ridden in your life? Uh, up to this point, yeah. Uh, last year we went up to northern Minnesota, Akeley, Minnesota. Uh, mm -hmm. They do a national enduro up there, and we rode some of that, and that that was some pretty tight stuff. But we, we kind of we hit it when they were logging it, so there was a lot of spots they wouldn't let us ride because they were actively logging it. But uh, the, the stuff out in Colorado that was for just massive mountain riding that that was the best. We've gone to Rampart Range out there, and that was that was that was a good time. And uh, some of the some of the other other guys in our club have gone out to Moab, and they mm -hmm. like that. Some of them went. We've had two others go out to uh, West Virginia. So we're, I wouldn't mind doing that just to see what that's like. Yeah, definitely. Got to take advantage of those, uh, the mountains and some of the features they have and such. Um, yep. You get the views once you get to the top of the mountains, but uh, just the technical and the and such is something, something else. So yeah, anymore, anymore, we have some that ride and do hair scrambles and stuff, but anymore, we're, we're just, we just like riding just, just so you can get out and ride. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I, I tend to like more of this, the tight stuff. 
because it seems like you can't get hurt as bad that way because you're not going as fast. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. You you don't uh, get overconfident and uh, yeah. get yourself into a situation where speed hurts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, actually, it's not so much the speed; it's the sudden stop. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, but uh, so, do you see riding and the different styles really expanding in Iowa? Uh, not so much, uh, for public, but I think there's a, there's a few more people that are doing a, letting, uh, doing private areas. Uh, there's already like six parks that you can go to in the state of Iowa too, if you get the, the trail pass and stuff. Right. Yep. And, uh, they've, 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 they've got, it's, it's good for a day. Yeah. And, uh, but after a while, it, it kind of gets rid down. And if they don't get maintained, mm-hmm. uh, they fall into disrepair. So it's it's kind of a double-edged sword. Okay. Now, so basically for those, you basically pay your daily pass. And you can ride for the day and that kind of thing. You, you buy a yearly pass. It's like, oh, uh, oh okay. You, it's uh, 25 bucks. It's a sticker goes on your fork. It's basically like, like a snowmobile t- sticker. Oh, okay. It's a little a pass about this big around and you stick it on and you can go to these as long as that sticker's on there you can go to any park in the state of iowa that's an off-road park oh okay oh wow that's that's different because yeah. uh i know there's a lot of private parks down in like texas that i used to ride in that uh you could you didn't get a sticker or anything but you just paid for your one day pass and you got in and yeah. uh, you go as much as you want but every individual park you had to pay a fee so that's actually oh. not bad yeah, Colorado was like that. You but we bought a sticker for as long as you were there, and it was it was like twenty bucks, but it was it was well worth it. <laughs> oh yeah, certainly it's a, it's small money for what you get. Yeah. Yes. Um, what uh, you know? What, what's a good way for people to get a hold of you if they want to get involved with your club and help you guys out and maybe do some writing? Uh, Best way right now is Facebook. Uh, just we're on Facebook, North Iowa Dirt Riders. Okay. Yeah, that's 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 how we would get information out through through each other. And uh, we used to have a website, but it, it it didn't it didn't really do what Facebook does. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's such a great communication tool for the masses yeah. and so forth, and yep. an opportunity for people to share stuff and such. And, um, everyone everybody's got facebook it seems like and everybody right. that they know where to go to mm-hmm. well i'll definitely put the link in the bottom of the video here to, for the description so they can quickly and easily find you and thank so you forth. but uh um any uh parting words anything that you want to try to get done this year as far as in the area uh no just basically just Hopefully it doesn't rain as much as it did in the last couple of years so we don't get flooded out and uh, just just go have a good time and ride. Enjoy the scenery and uh, do the single tracks and do some hair scrambles and uh, just enjoy riding. All right. Have some fun. Yeah. Yep. Blow off some steam. Yep. Well, uh, Harvey, thank you so much for your time today and I appreciate you coming on and just sharing your experiences there in Iowa and uh yeah one day we'll, we'll run into each other because uh, my goal is i want to ride in all 50 states um well, where are you from right now what's that where are you at where are you I'm at in, 
Massachusetts is where I live. <laughs> yeah. So, but I've, uh, I've ridden in California, um, Texas, uh, Florida, and uh, of course, all New England. So, I see. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So, what's that like for terrain? Oh, it's awesome. Uh, especially when you get up in uh, Massachusetts, there's nothing. There's nothing here. But uh, you go to uh, New Hampshire, and uh, it's really a mecca for uh, off highway vehicles. Uh, you got beautiful mountains, you got technical, you got fast trails, you got, you got some dirt, you have rocks, you have anything you want. You can pretty much find it if you know where to go. Something. I think you froze up a little bit there for a second. Oh, okay. I thought it was you. Maybe it was me. I'm in a metal building, so. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it's uh, it's really awesome. I mean, just pretty much anything you want to look for, you can find it if you know where to look. And uh, I used yeah. to get a used to get a magazine from there called Trail Rider, and I think it was a lot from out in that area. Oh, okay. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. There's. There's a lot going on here between New Hampshire and Maine, especially. Uh, there's some really good stuff going on. So, I used to know a guy that did, I sold some parts to, and then, well, Jimmy Ellis. I uh, used to ride you know, factory Can Ams. And uh, his dad, George, used to drive the Kawasaki truck. And uh, we used to always meet up at uh, Millville, Minnesota, where they have one of the pro national races at. Right. And, uh, we we were just strolling by one day and he had my, had a McCann Am shirt on and we kind of struck it up and uh, we've always kind of kept in touch, but it's been a few years since I've talked to him now, but oh, always wow. thought, it was always neat that I got to talk to Jimmy Ellis's dad. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. That's awesome. Yep. 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 All right. Well, thank you so much again for your time. I appreciate you coming on today and uh, um, we'll, uh, we'll be in touch. If I ever get to Iowa, I'll have to reach out to you. Yes, you can. I, and I'll gladly get to take your ride. All right. Very good, sir. Thank you.